Spike the ball! Like what? You're gonna wait? Spike it, see if you can... Come on, snap and spike, you more oh, he's gonna wait till there's three seconds. Ah Here we go. Field goal attempt. Dumbest football game I've ever watched. Uh-huh. There he is. Matt. All right. Sorry, guys. Um, I was just streaming, so I literally just saw the game-winning kick. So Start the show. Oh, uh, start, good. Start one show. and four, even though we're Oh, we're live. Four. Hitting the rolling. Let's go. Start it. Start the fucking show. Get ready to join the conversation. Win or lose. Victory or agonizing defeat. Disappointment or glory. Climbing the pocket this year. Aha! We are live, everybody. Welcome to Climbing the Pockets, the final score. As I bring in Tyler from the stadium. There he is. What do you think, Tyler? Can you hear us? Have you have you had a more disappointing win, Tyler? All right. I cannot hear a dang thing right now, so I'll say this real fast. That was pathetic. This team stinks. There, hey, there's my buddy Thor from NBC hey. Sports. Thor Nystrom, yeah. This team, they deserve to lose this game. You got to fire Zimmer at this point. This is this. It was atrocious. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave right now because I got to say hi to a couple buddies. But that was fucking pathetic. <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. I can't believe people were actually cheering at the field goal. They should have lost this game. All right, I can't hear a dang thing anybody you guys are gonna say. So I will talk <laughs> to you later. All right. Go Vikes! Thanks Take for joining, Tyler. While I switch screen setups, Matt. Yeah. Uh, the Vike. So, so to clue everybody in, I know we have a lot of people in the comments. What a crazy game for the Minnesota Vikings! This is the final score. Final score of the game: nineteen for the Minnesota Vikings, seventeen for the Detroit Lions. The Minnesota Vikings win and our last-second field goal by Greg Joseph, which means we do highlights first. So, Matt, what is your highlight from this game? It could be a player or a play or a coach. If you have to pick one, what's your highlight? Highlight from the game. So so wash the last 10 minutes of the football game out of your brain. Just wash it out of the brain. Up to that point, um, Everson Griffin for me. I think the back-to-back sacks, the forced fumble, looking good, coming back against the Lions, who he played for last year. Um, I, Everson Griffin, pick him. There's, there's one other guy for you, Flip. I left him. All right. All right. Dave, what's your, uh, oh, Dave, Dave's, Dave's got to do some administrative stuff. So I'm going to say, I'm just going to say like the fact that we got to see Christian Derrissaw because honestly, nothing else about this game made sense to me in any constructive way. So at least the rookie first round draft pick got to play. Was I watching him in particular? No, because I was falling asleep. I was taking naps for large parts of this game. It was a terrible performance. But at least Christian Derrissaw got to get on the field. That's my highlight. Let's get to lowlights. 
That was cool. <laughs> uh, uh, did everybody in the comments watch the football game? <laughs> because if, if you're watching this right now, you don't need to tell us. We don't. You don't need us to tell you. Matt, what's your low light from this game? Uh, just the, just the lack of like a spark with this football team. I don't know how to describe it. Like every single time, it's like the least inspired performances all season. It feels like I don't know. And we won, right? We won. We kicked a game-winning field goal. You know what? The doesn't low light. Feel like we won. It doesn't feel light. like we won. Here we go. I figured it out. It's our kicker kicking a forty-nine-yard field goal short. That's the low light. After nailing a 55-yarder. Yep. Dave, what's your low light? My low light is the idiotic clock management. Be it at the end of the first half, when Simmer calls a touch or calls a timeout to preserve time, and then we get the ball back, and he runs like three draws in a row to run out the clock. It's like Why'd you do that? It just, it blows. And there was more of that in the second half. It's just, that's my low light. It's it's just, it's more of the same, just total. The offense has scored what? 23 points in the last eight Tom, quarters? Tom, Tommy Christensen has my low light here in the comments. The concert, like, the conservative play calling. Alex Madison gets 34 touches this game, and Adam Thielen gets three targets. That makes zero sense. I don't care about game script. I don't care about the pass rush pressure. I don't care about any of that stuff, Clint Kubiak. You have to be able to go into this game and see that the Lions have a weak secondary, see that that secondary is injured, and you have two of the best wide receivers in the NFL. So you design the game around them. The the decision to conservatively just give Alex Madison 25 carries when you're only up by one score just does not make sense to me. That's my low light. And and that's an issue because we're going to see that in weeks. So like, are the Vikings going to like, is Mike Zimmer going to be happy after this game? That's my question. He was. We, we if you saw him game. on the sideline, he was Bubba Chep, uh, chest and holding up Cousins as they were all excited that they won. We we called this game like we were Alabama playing, I don't know, Cit- the Citadel or something, right? It was just like we called yeah. it like we just wanted to go home. And I, I guess they get to go home happy because they won, but whatever. Now, I nobody, th- nobody leaving that stadium's happy, so... I don't know. Oh, I'm it sure just, there's a it was just Kool-Aid a death march. The second the second we came out in that second half, it was a death march and we had one great, you know, that Eric Kendricks interception was great. Mason Crosby just missed a field goal in overtime. That's also great. But nothing about this win makes you think that they can beat anybody. We, we barely beat the Detroit Lions, the worst team in the NFL, at home on a last-second field goal. So, like, can we beat the Jacksonville Jaguars right now? I'm not sure. I'm just saying that. I, I, I don't know. I mean, yes, we can beat yeah. the Jags. We can beat the Lions. But, like, 
we're not beating are we beating the Panthers next week? Like that's what we gotta worry about. We don't have to worry about the Jags or the Lions, you know? Are we the Could they? Yes. The first few what, games two and three, the offense was humming. It hasn't hummed since. Defense is getting better. You have the secondary was doing a pretty good job today. They couldn't stop the run for a damn worth, you know, mm-hmm. diddly squat, and we supposedly fixed that. But uh, could we? Yes. Will I, we? I, I will say, in the run game, I think uh, Pierce being out and Watts being in there was hurting us, which, I mean, obviously Pierce is a strong run stopper. And we kind of, I mean, it was kind of weird that we decided to put Watts at nose tackle rather than, you know, move Dalvin Tomlinson over at nose tackle and play Sheldon Richardson at three tech. I thought our substitution was actually better when we had James Lynch in the game than Armin Watts. So that's telling you how he's playing right now. Um, you know, the pass defense I thought was was good, like mm-hmm. very solid. Uh, but well, it's the Lions. I mean, they don't have any wide receivers. Like, right. They the two they out, had went out in. pass injured. rush. Yeah. And the pass rush was there. So, yep. like, what's going to happen when we go over a, a, after a, a good offensive line? I just, I don't know, man. This game was hard to watch all the way through. We knew it was going to be close. And you're like, every Vikings fan went into this game with a deep breath. And they showed us exactly who we thought they were, which is they're not a good football team. I, yeah. They got bits and pieces that can be, but they can't put it together. Justin Jefferson. We We got Justin Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. He was awesome. Let's talk about Justin Jefferson. Everything, right? Everything you want from a star wide receiver. Mm -hmm. He was our entire offense. I mean, well, well, we wanted Alex Madison to be our entire offense, but Justin Jefferson was really our offense. Like, (laughs) Madison got so many yards because he had, you know, the 46 touches or whatever. But Jefferson was it. Can, Can anybody make it make sense why we leaned on Alex Madison so much? Like, why would you run the ball that much in a tight game like that? I think they were calling to get out of the game. I really feel like the play calling really felt like they just wanted to go home. Like, and they they had to get out. They had to, like, get out of whatever gear they were in on that final drive. And they did it barely by the skin of their teeth. But it feels awful. Because, hey, the kicker's I mean, good except for his missed 49 yarder. Yeah, yeah, the kicker. I'm fine with the kicker. The punter. I'll rock with yeah. Greg Joseph. Barry's all day, doing great. Every day compared to Bashad Breland or Dee Dee Westbrook or Chris Herndon or Oli Udo or Kirk Cousins and all those checkdowns. Oh like, there God. is so much bad on this team. And I talked about it last Tuesday. The mm-hmm. players aren't good. Say, it's not just about the scheme. The players are not good, and they're not inspired. No. And that second half, like you said, we killed ourselves with special teams, too. Like, D.D. Westbrook had a couple of bad decisions on punts. Just problematic. And, and then... The one kickoff return when the ball could have gone out of bounds? Yep. That, that was what I was going to call out. Abdullah had, like, two or three of those, actually. One, a couple were, like, around the five-ish. So it wasn't, you know, it was like, if it bounces inbounds, we're in trouble. So I, I can kind of see it halfway, but just crazy. 
Stephen, you make me laugh. I'm just calling out one good, <laughs> one good player from the game. Barry was the pun- it. <laughs> yeah, the punter he's was been, good. He's been golden all season. If, if y'all got questions in the comments, we will answer them. I see Mr. Jablonski asking about Adam Thielen. I don't <laughs> get it. I don't get it. Why would you not design plays for Adam Thielen against a weak secondary? I, I'll never. I don't know. I, I'll never understand this game. Honestly, Thielen Thielen hasn't been great the past couple games. Like he's he was struggling to get open against the Browns. He he kind of struggled in that game. Um, so it may have been he was struggling downfield again this game. But we saw Justin Jefferson get open multiple times. So I'm kind of frustrated that we didn't try to go down the field more. I mean, we should have the this the way this team is built. It's supposed to run through our two receivers and uh, Jefferson, right? That's the way the team. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the two receivers. No, and that's Cuck. not. That's, that's not the way this team is built, though. Oh. That's not how they use this team. Well, oh my god! I mean, wow. right? No, I agree. It's like the way you build it. You would think that's what they should do, and then they don't. Freddie Hall. I, I saw. Was, I just saw that. Oh my god! Oh my Dude. god! It hit the flag. It oh, hit the god. flag. <sighs> They're gonna lose too. Packers are gonna keep on cruising. I, I wish so, the flag counted as like the pylon. I don't think I've ever seen a ball <laughs> hit the flag before. Um, yeah, I don't know because I'm. It was literally like well, the Vikings the did not show up. We just hoped the Lions would be the Lions, and the Lions were the Lions. <laughs> I, I, they almost weren't, but yeah. <sighs> Jesus. I think the Panthers are losing to the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wish I had more things to say about this team. Like, it, would you rather have the Bengals kicker or the Vikings kicker right now? I can't say. Oh, I'll take Joseph's been fine for the most part. Uh, yeah, I, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, the two missed field goals ended up. Well, I guess the he won he won the game, so mm-hmm. uh, he he uh, atoned for his sins. But the 37-yard field goal, like, really, man, against the Cardinals. I mean, it's just like those two losses sting so much. Like, honestly, they make this win sting so much more. Because... No, I don't think they do. I got to disagree with you, man. I think this loss stings more than those losses do. Oh, this I, win, like, I this, this win, yeah. This, no. Whatever this is, whatever I just watched. This confirms that we are not a good team. And we left yep. the Bengals game. We were like, okay, that was week one. We left the Cardinals game. They were like, okay, at least the offense can score. But this game confirms that we have a lot of work to do. And I'm not sure how we get it done. So, like, if you ask me what the Vikings record is going to be over the next four games after this one, like, 0-4 is in the cards. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. Like, we just... And it's like, on offense, we can't get ahead of the chains, ever. Like, how many second and 10, second and 15 situations do you see us in? It's all the time. It's ridiculous. And we punt on those almost the whole time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I like what. So, what would it take to turn this around, Matt? If you're looking for like a player or a coaching decision or a direction, like, are you firing so, people on? Are you firing people on Monday? 
What are you I, doing? I don't think firing people in the middle of the season really solves anything, to be honest with you. Um, the, the difference might be you get more aggressive play calling and more, like, aggressiveness is definitely part of it, right? The offense needs to have less of these second and 15 runs because it really does seem like we get in second and long situations and we want to try to get it back to the third and manageable, right? right? And then we right. we don't do that. Like, we have not been successful this whole season trying to get significant yardage on second down by throwing a screen or getting into the back or something like that. Just run a five-step drop back concept. Heck, run play action. You know what I mean? We run the ball so much. Like, play action, throwing the ball is a tendency breaker at this point in those situations. Oh, my God. Zimmer, um, Zimmer, Zimmer's now on the – sorry, to, sorry to, to talk there over you, Matt, but people are no, saying that. Zimmer's, like, I, saying it's a, it was a good win today. Good win, yeah. We picked it back <laughs> up. We, we got the – we, we, we Could have played work. better. I mean – I want to say, Daniel, I love Greg Joseph. I am a Greg Joseph fan. I want to make that clear. I, like I said, I he's one of my favorite Vikings right now. That's not saying yeah, much, but he is. He does one of my his job Vikings most right of the time. Now. Like that's good. And I mean, like I kind of ragged on him for kicking the field goal short, but it's a forty-nine yard field goal. Like kickers miss those every so often. They don't miss right? them so short to the left or to the right. I know. I know. Well. <laughs> But he made two fifty plus yarders. Like I don't know, man. Like he's clearly got the leg. Just something was off, you know. Yeah, I think. Did he kick Matt... it too high? Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was one of those where the he was trajectory to, was a little bit to off. aim it in a bit too much. You know, I don't think we need to, cr- it, like, to critique the kicker. I would rather critique yeah. just like Alex Madison. He was oh, you good. Don't... He made us feel you... like Dalvin Cook wasn't maybe necessary but at the same time every time he touches the ball is a time that justin jefferson or adam thielen or even kj osborne how many targets did kj osborne have this game two or three and they were all on third down and forever or whatever and there was the one that the Clint, oh, the, the pick, yeah, the, the pick, pick because he wasn't looking and hit him in his. Home. No, he wasn't looking for it. But like, oh, that's another thing we need to fix is our play action rollout game. And this is something that you've oh, kind of yeah. seen across the league. But because teams are, you know, you got a lot of teams running this stuff, and they're just kind of keying on it. But like, we need to do some change ups there because they're nailing every single one. We don't even have the flat route anymore. Usually that. That little slide route, they call it, is a gimme where you just throw it to whoever the tight end or somebody in the flat for like a couple yards and they run after the catch. And they're covering that and the intermediate route and the deep route and they're getting a guy on Kirk. Like it's literally there are no options on those plays. Yeah, and and a lot of those plays come out of heavy formations with two tight Mm -hmm. ends. And I just don't think you can do that with the personnel we have on the field. Like Ben Ellefson is not oh why would God. you put him on the field instead of KJ? Why would you put him on the field instead for of blocking DJ Westbrook just to run a play action rollout that isn't working? And then we have like third and seven and we're doing a direct snap to Alex Madison. It drives me nuts. It oh, that, drives that me was nuts. so frustrating. Like like first of all, we're playing the Lions. Why do we need to get like cute, right? And try to try to, you know, outsmart yeah, just, them or whatever. Just line up and beat them. Play, yeah, line up and beat them. And I thought at the beginning when Kirk threw that nice 38-yarder to Jefferson, 
Uh, you know, my saying for years now is if he has that first long ball and it's good, he's going to have a great game. Well, it he turned it down, dialed no. it back. No, yeah, we dialed it back as a team. It, mm-hmm. It's in the comments. Should have been a given. Direct snap call was awful. Kubiak, question mark, question mark, question mark. I think I think Clint's been okay. Like these last two games uh, against the Browns, I thought he was fine. It was just we got out executed the entire time on okay. the offensive line in that game. So, like, so we're going, but we're going against a good defense next week. So what are you looking yep. for, Matt? What are you looking for uh, between this game and next game? So I, I really think you need to open it up more in the passing game because what happened in this game is they were like, and this is what's shut us down against the Bengals and the Browns is the opposing team crowding the line of scrimmage, us trying to go heavy personnel. And when the opposing team crowds the line of scrimmage like that, you get a lot of single blocks on the offensive line. Like outside zone, you want to have double teams where you're having linebackers climb up to the second level. And when they crowd the line of scrimmage like that, you get single blocks. And when one guy loses his block, the play gets killed, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to do something to exploit the opponents when we get into condensed personnel. We need to do something, whether it's, you know, even just doing straight drop back off of that and sending guys out into routes, make the linebackers play back instead of forward. Don't let them come down towards the line of scrimmage or even just go into 11 and play like a shotgun passing offense. Like try to get people yeah. out of the box because right now they're crowding the box and we're running right into it. So you don't, you, the heavy personnel formations just are not working this year. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. part of it, is in those situations, you can take deep shots. And in this game, we were successful on deep shots. That was the key to our offense early in the game. We just didn't keep it up in the second half. And, you know, it's hard to tell from the broadcast angle whether that's coverage or what it is, the reason they're not throwing the ball deep. But I I really don't think it was necessarily coverage in this game. I think they just tried to run the clock out, right? They were The whole second half, Mm -hmm. I think they were just trying to keep the clock winding. And you can't play like that in the NFL. Like Dave, you really can't. Yeah. Dave, why do you think this team plays just so scared? I have no idea. It's the one first or the biggest frustration I have with this group. Uh, Zimmer, Dave's how ready. he runs his game. He's ready. Dave's ready for a clean slate. Look yeah, at him. I, it's everybody. I just fire them all. Um, <laughs> It's it's insane, like I said. In games two and three, we saw Clint being a little bit more Mm-mm. explorative, right? A little I, bit I, different. And, uh, and it seems to have been dialed back these last two games. And it's like, okay, yeah, some of that stuff didn't work. So you take that part. You got your playbook, a notebook, right? And you go, hey, this play didn't work. Out it goes. Let's go to this other play. Hey, this play did work. Mm-hmm. Let's use it again next week. You know, type shit. Mm-hmm. They don't, yeah, I don't seem think that's what to happened. do that. I, I think they saw that Seattle win. And Madison had a great game. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have to throw that ball that much. And the defense, you know, played relatively well. And they felt really good after that game. Mm-hmm. Then they went into the Cleveland game and nothing worked at all. So they tried to go back to the Seattle game. 
And you know what? I haven't watched the film. I can't tell you the play calls. I haven't watched all 22. But that's what it feels like to me, is that they just tried to repeat the Seattle game and they got a worse effort from their players, which is why, again, my highlight is like, at least we got Christian Derrissaw in there because yeah. this coaching staff, mm-hmm. they don't have the answers. Yeah, but Derrissaw didn't play the whole play. time. They were just getting I know. a few which snaps here and a few snaps there. And That's I, all I care about. I shot Luke Braun a message. You know, Derrissaw came in, Derrissaw came out. Hill came in. Hill winds up on his butt. Again. Oh my god, sack was so bad, bro. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I, I we I don't I have nothing more to say. There's there's nothing to talk about until this team <laughs> plays uh, a game worth watching. Just thanks, Freddie. Watching. Thanks, Mary. The uh, they yeah. switched to the Packers game after. Yeah, sure. yeah. The um, the Bengals have bungled this game very badly. Mason Crosby has missed three field goals, but of course, he makes this one to give the Packers a twenty-five to twenty-two win in overtime in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we would have had that chance if Dalvin Cook hadn't fumbled, but possibly. That's like this game was total shades of that game. I mean, ju- well. In terms of the end of the game with Madison fumbling and them getting the ball back, like oh we deserve that. We deserve that. Did. We deserved because we just we were so passive the entire game that like I don't understand why of all two teams, the Lions the Lions have lost like hundreds of games on last second plays. The Vikings have lost hundreds of games on last-second plays. So why would you plan and coach a game to come down to the last minute? Why would you put yourself in a situation yeah. where your fans have seen you lose before? Why would you do that? I don't know. Like, I mean, why would you be like, oh, you know what? I'm okay with this game coming down to the last possession. I never want a Vikings coach to ever do that. If a Vikings coach really understood his fan base, he would never put us through that again. And Mike Zimmer put us through it today for the 80th fucking time. And I'm so sick of it. You and a lot of other fans. With that, any final words, Matt? Uh, I don't know. Like, it just sucks. There were some things that I liked in this game and then the last five minutes of the game ruined everything. Like, I was here kind of trying to say some positive things about the defense, say some positive things about Justin Jefferson, and then they just blew it. Like, and then they won. And then they won. They still won, by the way. This is after a win. But it's indicative of just what this team is right now. Like, you can't – nothing's easy. And they make everything way too hard for themselves. Flip. I want to cheer for a team that tries to win the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I have to say. I want to cheer for a team that tries to run up the score. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. do that. Care. Right, you you win Let's the first half, that. and then you get in the half and get into the halftime, and you know what's working and you know what's not working. That's not how the Vikings play. They try to manage the first half, 
and then figure out how to win the game at the end. No, I want a team that is trying to win the first half. So let's see if they do that against Carolina. Yep. I'm going to take passive probably for a show title later this week. Um, I want everybody to join us. We're on our normal schedule. More energy cleaning my bathroom. Tomorrow we have uh, CTP Mondays. Turn in your Monday purple. Tuesday we have in the huddle. Wednesday we have Vikings happy hour. Thursday we have the great Flip Mozzie and Eric Thompson from Daily Norseman for Viking hot takes. And uh, we start all over again next weekend. And with that, what do we say? Skull Vikes. Skull Skull Vikes. Go enjoy everybody else's post-game show. Thanks for joining ours first, baby. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And if you're listening on your favorite aggregator, make sure you rate us. And always feel free to join the conversation here at Climbing the Pocket. Let's go, everybody.